Welcome to the Behind Their Business Podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community for business owners to connect in called the Confident CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. All right, you guys, I am really looking forward to this conversation with our guest today. She's going to be talking all about how she lost it all in 2019 and came back better than ever. And I know that there's quite a few people in the audience who have had similar experiences. So I think that her story will benefit a lot of people who are maybe going through some hard times right now. And In her business, our guest is a certified social media and online business manager who helps successful coaches and consultants who are ready for next level marketing operations and admin services to scale their business. So please welcome Sophie Zolman to the show. Sophie, I'm so glad you are here. Thanks, Stephanie. It's really great to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited to be here and and share my story and hope I can help others who go, who have gone through or are going through what I went through. Yep. That is what we are all about. Sharing stories to inspire and help other people. So let's just dive right in and tell everybody, let's start with how you got started in your business. Cause you've been in business for quite a while, right? So how you got started and then when things fell apart and now how things are going right now. So let's take them down the timeline. So I actually started about 21 years ago when my second child was just a year old. We needed more income for the family, but a job would have just gone to daycare. So I jumped into the online world as a freelancer and I got a job, a remote job as a customer service uh, representative for an e-commerce guy in New York. Worked with him for almost four years, graduated up to managing his half a million dollar company for a whopping $12 an hour. Yes, I had no idea my worth as the role I was playing at the time, and uh, but I got burned out and frazzled, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I did quit, became a stay-at-home mom for a very brief time, because then the house started falling apart, and all that savings went to fixing the house instead of supporting us when I wasn't working. So I had to go back to work, but I decided not to do e-commerce. I did transcription, and I found a company that would train me to do transcription, and this was back in the day of teleseminars. You remember those? I was very briefly. What year was that? <laughs> that was back in 2008, 2009. Okay. So okay, that's it, what I know, Zoom wasn't the, the hot thing that it is. Webinars were not the hot thing that they are now. It was still teleseminars on things like instant teleseminar. I do and remember that because that's when I started college. I started college yes. in 20, 2007. So yes, I, I'm very familiar with that. So I started transcribing 
the online coaches and consultants and entrepreneurs that I now work for, I was transcribing their teleseminars and I was like, oh my gosh, these are the people I want to work for. I want to do, I want to be a virtual assistant for them and help them in their businesses. So I quit the transcription, launched myself back out into the online world, jumped on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, and just networked my tail off. And six months later, in October of 2009, Sophie Zoe LLC was born. I was I was commissioned by other virtual assistants who wanted to subcontract work from their company to me. So I knew I had to create this legal business entity to protect myself, our personal assets. And, you know, I was like, well, you know, well, let's see where this goes. And so that was October of 2009. And I spent seven years building that business, mostly by myself. Um, I did have a team for a while and then I went, then I got my certifications and I went solo and specialized. And then I met David Nagel and I went to one of his conferences and I signed up for one of his programs. And up to that point in seven years, I had not crossed the six figure mark. I got this close. I missed it by $6,000 one year, $6,000. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this alone. I need help. So I signed up for the David Nagel program 18 months later. 18 months later, I hit six figures. Oh my gosh. So I'm like rocking and rolling. Going, yes, this is great. And in that time period, I had a long-term client ask me to go exclusive with them. And they were paying, they were willing to pay me six figures to, you know, for me to continue making that six figure mark. They were willing to up my pay to a six figure mark so I could quit all my other clients and just work for them. And I thought, you know, I've been working for these guys for like five years. It's all great. We'll do this. So I did it. And that was January of 2018. January of 2019, they let me go. I literally lost it all. Zero, nada. I have a question about that. So you weren't under any kind of contract where you were like a salaried employee with their company, right? Not as a contractor. No, I was still a contractor under a 1099 contract type contract with them through my business. I mean, I didn't close my business. I just made them my only client. So I was still a 1099 contractor and, you know, my contract had a 30 day clause. So they, they could let me go with a 30 day notice. And Mm -hmm. so that's what they did. They let me go with a 30 day notice and they actually let me go immediately and just paid out through the end of that 30 day notice. And so, I mean, I literally, I was done, gone no clients, no revenue, except that one little payment that they owed me for the next 30 days, done, gone, poof. But thankfully, I had been building out a digital marketing agency uh, side gig, so to speak, for my company to try to increase my revenue because I knew I was never going to make a lot, a lot more with them, just working for them. And I wanted more revenue. So I started building out a digital agency at the end of 2018. So when they let me go in 2019, that became my focus. And I was still working with David Nagel and, and I even had a VIP day scheduled with him a couple months later. And so I spent that VIP day restructuring what I'd already come up with, re-messaging, changing all that I needed to change to just be this digital agency now. And from that March 2019 to March 2020, he brought me back to six figures just in a year. So I cut that time even in you know six months off. I reclaimed six figures as of March 2020. And 2020, even with the pandemic, ended up being my best year ever. And then this year, until this year came along, now this year is even better. This year, I hit my goal of multiple six figures. So Congratulations. I was able to do all of that. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was able to get through all of that with 
coaching support, family support. You know, we did invest some personal money into the business to support me for a few months while I got back on my feet. Um, my daughter-in-law was there by my side. She's still by my side. She, I had just recently hired her as a virtual assistant for me in the company, like maybe not even six months, I think, prior to getting let go. And I gave her the option to stay and help me rebuild or to go if she wasn't sure she wanted to see if she was going to have a job in six months. And she opted to stand by my side and together her and I rebuilt this business from the ground up and made it what it is today. That's incredible. That's such an inspiring story for so many people who feel like when something bad happens to you, it could be losing all of your clients or maybe getting an illness or something. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Always. Yes. Always. You just can't give up, right? That I think that's, I think that's the big lesson here. Just not giving up really visualizing what you want that future to be, and then just running towards it full speed ahead, which I love. That's, that's incredible. So today I know you said you had, you were working on that digital marketing agency. So is that what you have today is the full digital marketing agency with a full staff and everything, or is it just you? And do you say your daughter or your daughter-in-law? Uh, actually I said daughter-in-law, but my daughter works for me too. We are oh. a family business now. I love um, that. Thank you. Um, no, it actually morphed from just digital marketing because I do so much more with my certified online business management and, and, um, and social media and a few other things. Because I can do so many different things in the marketing operations and admin side of things, and I was already had somewhat of a team built up, you know, I just made the team, we are all things marketing operations and admin on that next level for the high six to seven figure business owner who's ready to just get it all off their plate in one place. They don't have to hire five different people. They don't have to manage those five different people. They get those five different people if that's how many they need and the management and the planning and strategy that all goes with it. So I'm actually, I actually evolved again (laughs) from that digital marketing agency um, concept in 2019 to what I am now this year into the marketing operations and admin support that we provide all in one place. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's such a need for so many people who can't do it themselves or who don't want to do them, do it themselves. So yeah, that's amazing. And I don't know if you knew this, but I actually used to be an OBM way back in the day. Well, not way back in the day, about five years ago when <laughs> I started my, well, I started as a virtual assistant, then transitioned to, to an OBM role is so many virtual assistants do. Yeah. Um, and until moving into the coaching space. So yeah, our, I see so many parallels in our story with that. So that, I just think that's so cool. So can you tell us a little bit about what, if if you're comfortable, of course, what the dynamics were in your life while all this was going on too, because running a business in and of itself is, it's not easy, right? So I can only imagine what would happen if your business completely crumbles to the ground, how stressed you must've been. I don't know if you were taking that out on your kids or your partner or anything. So do you mind just sharing a little bit of background on what what was happening behind the scenes? Sure. No, I have no problem sharing that because That moment was when I got to see just how much my husband supports me in my business. And it's funny that you asked because that moment when I got that phone call that let me go, of course, I crumbled, was bawling my eyes out. And my husband works for a global company that he has. He works from home because it's a global company. I went downstairs to his office, bawling my eyes out, and he stopped what he was doing. He looked at me. He goes, what the happened? And I told him I got let go. And he's like, good. I am glad. 
they were running you to death. It was not a healthy relationship. Yeah, you were making lots of money, but you were killing yourself doing it. You were miserable more often than you were not. And good, I am glad. And I'm just like, excuse me, wait a minute. I just lost everything. And you're like, yay. <laughs> Isn't it so funny how the people in our lives, like they can see things that we can't see. And also it, it's not always worth it for the money, right? Like it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Sometimes if you don't have a life, it really doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't. If you're miserable doing the, you know, cause I, I mean, I love what I do when I'm with ideal clients, they clearly had fallen out of ideal client status and I was blind to it. Cause I'm like, ah, I'm making six figures. I can do this. I can do this. I mean, my, and I was still working with David Nagel and he, and, and an accountability coach from his team. And of course I text her going emergency, emergency. I need to talk. I need to talk. And she, so she called me and I said, I just got in. She's like, good. That's, that's good. And I'm just like, everybody was looking at me going, good. This is a good thing. And I'm, you know, freaked out going, okay, wait a minute. Why does everybody say this is a good thing? It clearly isn't. But she looked, she, on the call, she said, take 24 hours to cry, scream, yell, cuss, punch pillows, do whatever, get it out of your system and then come back and say, all right, now what? Where do we go from here? How do we start over? What do we do? And so that's what I did. And my husband, you know, my husband said, sit down and look at your numbers, figure out what you can cut expense wise, figure out how much you need to run for six months. And we will take some of our money and we will put six months worth of funds into your business and give you six months to rebuild it. If that's what you want, he goes, if you want to stop and not do anything because his rev, his income was plenty for, to support us. He's like, you have that option too. You can quit and just do whatever you want do something different or we can invest in this and rebuild it. And I'm like, I don't want to quit. I, I know this is what I want to be doing. I just need to change what I'm doing and who I'm doing it for. And I just need the time and space to, to build that and figure that out. And he's like, okay, fine. So I figured out how much I needed. He, we, we liquidated some, uh, some assets to invest in my business. And, and I recovered almost 100% in 2019. I only, it was my first year of ever operating in the red. I had always been profitable until that year, but I'm only missed breaking even by about $10,000. So I managed to even with debt, cause I had debt from my coaching programs and things. I actually, it was also the first time I started a, a year in debt. Um, I usually kept myself out of debt with my business. So I started with no money with debt <laughs> and nothing, you know, and starting over and, so we took that money and we invested it in my company and, and I did, I recovered almost 100% in 2019, but then within three months of, you know, in the first three months of 2020, I was fully recovered and I was profitable in 2020 and again this year. And, and I'm growing stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger every year. Um, and, and it's, you know, in 2020 hindsight, I can honestly now say, yes, it was good it was the best thing that happened to me because I would not be where I am today in a business I love, working with people I love, doing the things that I want to do in life and business and preparing for my ultimate goal of a house on the beach in Florida in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be doing any of that if it weren't for that situation of getting let go and having to start over. I wouldn't be here. And I'm so grateful that it happened now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I love your attitude towards that because it, it could have been so easy for you to just throw in the towel, right? And just give up and not look at it from a 
positive perspective and see like these things are happening for me, not to me. Right. So that you can use all of these lessons and move forward in your business. Plus you had all of this experience that you had built up until that point. You had what, 10 years of experience in the online space up until that point. Yeah. Well, almost 20. I mean, yeah, by then I was in oh, like the with your e-commerce. Yeah. yeah. Because of my freelance experience, yeah. you know, I had, I had the, um, you know, I had 10 years of business experience, but you know, about 18 years of experience in general, when I was do- to count the freelance years that I did everything freelance before a business. For sure. Yeah. That's one of the things that I tell my clients. I'm like, even if you're starting from square run right now, you have to keep in mind all of the experience that you have in your past. Even if today is day one of your new company, like Sophie had to start over with, she took all of that experience that she had in her past and she implemented it in her business. And it got her to the multiple six figure mark in two years, two years, two years. Yeah. So that's incredible. That's such an inspiring story for so many people who either may just be starting their businesses and it shows them what's actually possible or for people who maybe didn't have a great 2020, except I think a lot of people had a really great 2020 in the online space. I did. That was my most profitable year. Yeah. But, um, regardless. Sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, no, you're right. You know, 2020 was hard on the people who had like brick and mortar businesses and had to make that transition to online or to something else. Those of us in the online world either stayed the same or did better because someone like me can help those people who need to get online and set up those systems and that tech and do those things for them. So I was prosperous too. And like I said, it was my best until this year, it was my best year ever in my business with losing it all in 2019 and a pandemic in 2020, I still have my best year ever. And then I topped it again this year and hit the, the, the new goal of multiple six figures. So now this is my best year ever. So, sure. and you know, and of course, 2022 is going to be the best year ever again, because we're exactly. going to just keep doing it. <laughs> exactly. And I love that you and I actually have the same goal, except I would love to have a beach house in California. That is my goal. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Florida. My dad's family lives there and it's just, it's too hot for me. I want 75 degrees all year round in San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) See, I want the hot, the heat, the humidity. I want it. I want that. I, you know, I grew up, I was born and raised in Southern Illinois. So Midwest winters and, and weather. And I went to college for three years in the university of Wyoming of all places where it snows nine months out of the year. So I really have a thing against winter. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I live in Chicago and I'm looking outside my window at snow right now. So. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I mean, it. Nashville is great. Don't get me wrong. They have mild winters, but, and they do have hot summers, but it's landlocked. There's no ocean here. I mean, yeah, we have lakes, but it's not the same thing. I really do want to go. I, I love the ocean and I love the heat and humidity. As crazy as my hair will look when that happens, it's okay. <laughs> Cause I will be happy with the ocean right off my window and my deck and, you know, being able to go play on the beach and all of those things. Cause that's my true Zen is the ocean, the beach and the heat and humidity, you know, and, and we're not going to go to the big cities of Florida, you know, we're going to hit some of the smaller ones. We're going to live in like, you know, one of the smaller coastal towns because we don't want that big city life anywhere. I mean, Nashville is big city, but it's still not like Chicago, LA, New York. You know, we don't, we don't go for that. I mean, we grew up near St. Louis and St. Louis was a big enough city for us back then. And Nashville is perfect. It's the right size without being too city, too big city, and of course we're in the South. So you still have all that Southern hospitality, even in this big old city that we do have. So, you For know, sure. we're going to, we're going to, we're going to find some happy medium on the East coast of Florida in a couple of years. Yeah. I love that. Did you ever watch friends by chance? 
the TV show? Some, Friends? but I never got into it totally as, as you know, a show that I watched all the time. Well, there was one episode with Monica. I don't know if you're familiar with that actress is, but they went to, I think they went to Mex- Mexico maybe. And sh- her hair was just, it literally was massive because of the humidity down there. Yep. And that's just what I'm imagining. It's just oh, yes. <laughs> crazy hair. Yes, because I do have naturally curly hair when I don't dry it like this. So yes, it gets poofy and then it gets frizzy and poofier yeah. and poofier. <laughs> and I start looking like, you know, and with the, when it's all down, the top layer is naturally gray. So when it's all down and it's curly and if it's this, it pulls up because it gets curly. I've been told I look like George Washington. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a real poofy oh. George Washington in Florida, but you know what? It's okay. <laughs> but it's fine. It doesn't, you can wear a hat. Right. That's what hats and ponytail holders are for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Sophie. This is such a good conversation. It was so good for you to just share your story, to help inspire people, to, to show them that it is possible to recover, even if the worst possible thing happens to you, like literally losing all of your clients. So do you have any final tips or anything that you want to share with the audience before we leave? My biggest tip is not only to keep going and have faith in yourself and what you're doing, but surround yourself with people who support you and believe in you, whether that's just family and friends or whether it's a coach or a mentor. Like I had both. I had a coach. I had my family. I had colleagues on online, you know, my big social media network. I was surrounded by people who knew me, believed in me and supported me through it all. And that was one of the keys to keep going. And it still keeps me going. And that's what keeps me going bigger and bigger is I continually surround myself with the support I need both from a coaching and mentoring and, you know, colleague perspective to my own team that run helps run my business and, and my family that that's here by my side too. So don't do it alone. Never, never do it alone. If at all possible. Yes. That's such good advice. Having a support system is crucial. So thank you for sharing that. And where is the best place for people to connect with you online? If they want to say hi or potentially work with you. Uh, they can check out my website at sophiezo.com, S-O-P-H-I-E-Z as in zebra O.com. All my information is there, but I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Sophie Zoe or the Sophie Zoe. And then I'm on LinkedIn as Sophia Zolman, my full birth name. And you can also find me on Clubhouse. You can find me on, I do have a podcast as well called Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. It's on all the major podcast platforms, iTunes, Google, all those and so you can check me out at Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe um, and get lots of short, fast, great free tips to you know, help you grow your business. Amazing. And we're going to link to all of those in the show notes too. So you don't have to memorize all of the different places that she just said. So thank you again for being, Sophie, this, being here, Sophie. This is great. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great fun sharing my story with you and your audience. And I look forward to you know, hearing from them and what their great stories are. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of the Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at behindtheirbusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.